Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I am just delighted. <laughs> I am delighted to be talking to you guys tonight. And it occurred to me that I'm kind of doing the show, the show that I'm about, what, what I'm about to talk to you about is almost like the other side of the coin of another show that I did. So I did a, um, I did a, um, an episode called who's at your table, right? Like who's got a seat at your table? Who are you inviting into your world? Like who are your people? And tonight I want to talk about a little bit opposite of that, which is, um, letting people go. Maybe that's what I'll call this one, letting people go. And I want to dive into this. You know, I always love to tell a little story. <laughs> so I might start off with some, let's start off with uh, a couple of examples about what I mean about this uh, professionally in your professional life. And then we'll dive into um, some ways to look at this in your personal life. So um, recently, so I've had, I'm totally sorry, people who are watching the show, I just shoved my hand down my shirt. Um, um, so I've been an entre quote unquote entrepreneur. It's so bizarre. Um, but I've been a quote unquote small business owner, uh, for about 20 years now. And so throughout that time, you know, I've collected people's emails, right. As I've done business with them as a yoga studio owner, as a yoga teacher, as a spiritual mentor is somebody who does retreats, like all the different things have allowed me to access. Um, people have given me, it's not like I stole it from them. <laughs> people have given me their email address, which means I have created an email list. So those of you who listen to the show, who are on my email or newsletter list, you hear from me a couple of times a week, right? Because sometimes I'm making office, sometimes I'm just telling stories, sometimes I'm letting you know, hey, the doors to the nest are open. And then every Thursday, you're getting an email from me with this podcast episode. So you guys, if you want to, if you're not on that list, and you want to get on that list, just go to karenkenny.com slash sign up. Okay, back to and back to the story. So um, I recently decided, I'm like, I want to clean up my list. <laughs> I want to clean up my list. And here's one of the things about cleaning up your email list. So those of you who do not have an email list, if you're not a small business owner or um, whatever, you may not have, I mean, you obviously might have a list of your friends and family and your contacts, right? But some of us, like that's how we communicate with a bunch, thousands of people at a time. And recently I was like, you know, I only really want, I don't want to, first of all, number one, 
I never want to feel like I'm quote unquote bothering people, meaning I know how it is. I only want to really hear from people who I love, I like, I'm curious about, I learn from who I think are doing good work in the world. Otherwise it's just noise. It's just static. It's like too fucking much. And I just don't have the time or the bandwidth for it. So especially in the past um, two years or so, I've been happily unsubscribing with things that don't feel resonant, the things that don't, you know, don't speak to me anymore. Maybe they once did um, because I've grown and evolved and changed. It doesn't mean that those people, you know, are bad or that their stuff is not valuable. It's just, it's not speaking to me. And especially the more that I'm, you know, writing my book. And I, I was joking the other day, like I'm kind of going into hermit mode. The more that I go internal, the less I want outside distractions. So I feel that way also about what I'm putting out into the world. So there might be people who over time came onto my list who no longer want to hear from me. And a long time ago, it used to bother me when people would unsubscribe, right? I used to be like, ooh, you know, did it, did, did they just not like what I'm doing? Did they, da, 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 da. you know, I took it personally. I'm talking a long time ago. And then over time, I just realized like, uh, no, I mean, they're adults, right? They're grown ass adults. People can leave the list anytime that they want. I don't have to take it personally. I don't have to. I mean, I have people who I love and I've unsubscribed from their list. And it's just because maybe they're doing work or doing stuff that I don't necessarily, you know, uh, use uh, blah, 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 right? So recently I was like, I want to clean up my list. Now, here's the thing when you go to clean up your list, your email list, is you know that you're putting yourself in this position where you could lose, quote unquote, quote unquote, air quotes, lose a lot of people. But some part of me is like, no, I'm kind of excited for that. Like, let's like get rid of, when I say dead weight, please, no offense to anybody if you were on the, the list, right? Who like went away, but people had an opportunity. So what you basically do is you go in and you can look and you can say, okay, who hasn't opened an email in this amount of time? Um, let's give them a chance to re-engage. And then if they don't re-engage, they're like gone because they consider it's considered like it's a cold list. These are people who aren't engaging, aren't opening it. They, they either are too polite uh, to let you know, or they just don't use that email address or whatever. And so it's not like I have a humongous list, but I was willing, I was willing to just go like, yeah. So I was seeing it as like a super fun experience, experiment. So um, the girl who helps me, she's a woman. I call it everybody. I say girl all the time. So the, the, the woman who helps me <laughs> do that kind of stuff on the back end. I was like, hey, let's do this. Let's do this before I open the doors to the nest or whatever it was. Uh, so this was like months ago. Um, and, um, and, and she was like, okay. And so we did it. And I swear to God, you guys, I think I lost like, again, lost. I don't mean it like that but I think like 700 people. So um, some people had the chance to click the button that says, if you're getting this and you want to stay on the list, you know, because sometimes people have stuff going on in their life. There may have been a death. So they're, you know, dealing with a lot of grief. They might be caretaking for somebody. They're just not engaging with their email as much, or they have a new email and they didn't even know. So it's a really kind of cool thing because you give people an opportunity to make a choice and to say, yeah, do I want to stay in this community? Do I want to kind of stay in KK's world? Do I still want to have contact with her and hear from her or whatever? Um, and I like to respect like, again, grown ass adults choices. So I'm like, let's give them an opportunity. 
And so what happened is a lot of people, because a lot of people from my yoga career time, right? Because again, been a yoga teacher for over 20 years. So a lot of those people who used to get my newsletter from when I had a studio, like a physical brick and mortar, they left the list. Now, for some people, that can be a little scary, especially if you already don't have a huge list. But here's why I'm telling you all of this, why it's important. I would rather be in relationship with people who actually want to be in relationship with me. I would rather be sharing with, talking to, communicating with people who actually want to talk to me, hear from me, be in relationship with me. I'm not interested in ever feeling like I'm going somewhere where I'm not welcome. And we're going to dive into that on the personal side a little more deeply in a moment. So um, I was like, okay, let's do it. Like I said, and a bunch of people ended up like the list just like, whoop. And I had this moment where I just started laughing because a part of it actually feels free. You feel kind of light. And here's the other cool thing that happens. So again, if you're not in the marketing world or if you're not an entrepreneur, none of this shit may not matter to you, but hold on because I'm going to get to the personal part in a minute, which I think will be, um, which will be maybe helpful to some of you. But one of the cool things about it is when you send out, you know, like an email to people, you can look on the back end and see how many people opened it, what's your percentage rate of people who opened it or clicked on a link or did this or did this or did this. So once I kind of like made the list a little bit smaller through cleaning it up and, you know, inviting people to stay on the list and then those people choose to stay on it, my percentage of open rates has gone up because now I'm actually talking to people who, you know, some of those people were the people who were always opening the emails, but now you have a higher engagement rate because based on your list size, based now to, uh, in, in, you know, uh, relation to how many people are opening it, your percentages go up, which feels really great. And so it's like, almost like a reward. <laughs> it's like you get rewarded for, you know, um, I'm, try, I'm trying, there's a certain phrase I'm just trying not to use because it's awful. It's about animals. But when you kind of allow, allow um, the, uh, let me say this, for the list to feel more genuine to me, like, oh, these are the people who actually want to hear from me. And it shows in the numbers. So I'm not worried about like, oh, those 700 people or what, I don't know the exact number, but it was high enough, right? That I was like, oh Yeah. I kind of feel good that they're no longer, um, you know, just kind of hanging out on the periphery. It's kind of like get in or get the fuck. As my as my stepfather used to say, when we were kids. Should I get off the pot? Right. It's like get in or get out. <laughs> like do it, do it, or don't do it. But this wishy washy, because as I always say, the universe can't get behind wishy washy. And I really want to be talking to people like same thing. Like if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're like, oh my God, I hate her accent. Like, why does she even do that? I'm like, don't listen. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want you to feel as if I am imposing. <laughs> That's the beauty of being an adult, right? We have a choice. So professionally, I was just kind of thinking about that, about, um, and then look at your own list. Like, look, if you are somebody who runs a business, look at your own list. Maybe it's time for you to clean up your list, but also look at what comes into your inbox. And maybe it's time for you to help others vicariously clean up their list by unsubscribe, 
unsubscribe, unsubscribe, um, and do it thoughtfully, right? Do it mindfully. It's not about being mean. It's not about like, screw this broad. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> it's more just like, this doesn't resonate with me anymore. I don't open these. I don't read these. And Sometimes there can just be something that feels off. Like if something feels out of alignment to me, like sometimes it's, it's, um, you know, I'll see what they're posting. Like, I'll be like, yeah, this just isn't for me anymore. Again, it's not a judgment on that person. You know, again, sometimes I've grown or I've changed or I've evolved or I've, you know, have a different, different uh, perspective or point of view now. Um, and so again, I'm really right now trying to be more of a creator than a consumer. Oh, that's a good, maybe I'll do a whole episode about that. So right now I'm more in creation mode than consuming mode. So I, like I said, I don't want too much coming into my field of awareness or influence or whatever. Uh, so that's that. So let's move now into the personal and, and why this um, letting people go aspect is important. So um, I've been hearing a lot a lot from people, you know, who I work with, who I talk with on a pretty regular basis about how a lot of people are just feeling squeezed, right? Squeeze, like I'm doing this thing with my hand, like squeeze um, for their capacity. Uh, not only for, <laughs> I was going to say for the, my, my capacity for bullshit is like really low right now, but also their capacity for a lot of uh, relationships. And I don't know what the study is. I should look up and get the exact number, but I think they did a study where they said you can really only have a certain number of like intimate friendships and relationships. Like beyond that, there's just not enough time. There's just not enough time. Um, and so the, a lot of people I've been talking to lately, they're just in saying my circle of quote unquote friends. And to be clear, I think we all define that word friends maybe a little bit differently. Uh, just because you know somebody on Facebook and you're quote unquote friends on Facebook doesn't mean that you're friends. <laughs> and lately, if somebody comes up in my thing and I, I don't recognize their face, I don't know their name, and I go and I look at our friendship history and I'm like, we have, we have no shared posts. I'm like, gone. Um, so it's like, I want, again, I want to be interacting with people professionally and personally who actually want to be in relationship with me too. I want it to feel that it is a relationship where there is a flow. There is a mutual, um, call it attraction. And I don't mean obviously sexually, but there's that mutual kind of resonance, right? And so lately I've just been going like, yep, bye, yep, bye, yep, bye, yep, bye. Not in a mean way. Look, I love people. If you know me, you know I love people. Uh, but my circle of friends, what I would consider friends, is really small. And I think lately people have, one of the things I think that has happened over the past two years of people, the world kind of um, in some ways shrinking in a lot of ways, right? People being quote unquote stuck at home people spending a lot of time indoors. I think this year, a lot of people in last year, uh, you know, collectively, a lot of people have started to get really real about what matters to them, who matters to them, what they want, how they want their relationships to be. Um, you know, the kind of work they want to do all of it. I think people are really starting to take a deeper look about um, also, I think what happens when there's a lot of death right? Like with, with a pandemic or something like that. 
um, people start to really look at their lives and the time they have left and what they value and what their priorities are. You know, and one of the modules we just did in the nest, uh, that's what it's all about. It was about core values. And are you really living in alignment with these values? Like, you know, what are your habits? What are your commitments? We're going to be diving into commitment a little bit more too this month. Um, and so it's like really taking a look at who are my people? <laughs> who do I want to stay? And who do I want to let go? Who is it time to let go of? Because there might be some old friendships. There might be some old relationships. Um, there might be even some marriages. And that was one of the other things that happened in the last two years is that a lot of people, when they had to start spending a lot of uninterrupted time together where they couldn't distract, they were together a lot. Um, I think the divorce rate kind of <laughs> went up a little bit, which also can happen if people don't have a lot of emotional maturity or spiritual tools in their toolkit, and they don't have a lot of ways to deal with their feelings, their emotions, um, their stress, the anxiety, the depression, their trauma, like all the stuff that gets stirred up, obviously, in these kinds of conditions, they get exacerbated, right? And so right now, people, I think, are getting wicked clear about who do I want to share my life with? Who do I want to share myself with? And who do I think is, oh, this could be a dangerous word to use, but I'm going to use it anyways, worthy of that time, because our time is a precious resource. Even though here in the illusion, time feels very real, I want to say in the higher spiritual realm, in the quantum physics realm, even in the, you know, the spiritual and the scientific realm, time is an illusion. But what I'm saying is here, it feels really right here in this experience. It can feel really real and it can feel very limited. Um, and so it's like, oh, 24 hours in a day, right? And it's like, well, how much time do I have to give to certain people? And this isn't about othering people. I'm talking about literally like your friends, right? I'm not talking about the masses and, and systems and all that. I'm just talking about the people who you choose to have contact with in your day-to-day -day life, who you choose to have intimacy with. Again, not just sexual or physical, the people that you chair, choose to share your life with. And one of the things that is becoming very clear to me as a spiritual mentor and listening to people as they're trying to do this work of transforming their life from the inside out and trying to have deeper relationships with their self, with source, with spirit, and with, right, the, their brothers and sisters in the world, whether it's their partners, their children, their coworkers, their lovers, and they're trying to, you know, make meaning and make sense of like this whole thing, you know, dearly beloved, as Prince says, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And as we're trying to get through this thing called life, it is helpful to have people that you can rely on. Now, I'm not talking about neediness. I'm talking about healthy relationships, good, balanced, mature relationships where it's like, these are my people. But sometimes what we discover is we've been holding on to relationships that don't work anymore, that no longer serve us where it's like, yeah, I've just been staying with this because these are the kids I grew up with. These are the guys I went to college with, da, 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 da. even though we may have outgrown them. And I don't mean like, oh, you're better than them. It just mean like maybe different now. You maybe have different interests. Um, the things that, you're, um, that you set as your priorities. I see it a lot like when, when you know, sometimes there'll be a group of women 
Um, and a lot of them start to become moms. And so the moms kind of gravitate because now they're doing like mom stuff, right? And they're like kids at school and then soccer, like whatever, all the stuff, right? All the stuff that happens when one goes from being single to then being patented to then being parents, a lot shifts. And a lot of times those relationships um, are going through some sort of transformation and not everybody makes it. Not everybody stays in the lifeboat, right? <laughs> not everybody gets to get on the raft and be rescued. And sometimes it is not only necessary, it is appropriate to let certain relationships or friendships go. And I've done this in my own life. You know, there have been periods where I've, you know, where maybe um, somebody decides to stop um, having me be a part of their day to day or week to week or whatever it is, you know, and I have some friends who I haven't talked to. I talk to once a year, if that. But man, if they needed something, boom, I'd be there in a heartbeat and vice versa. You know, there are people that you can have a bond with and a connection with that transcends time. It transcends, um, for lack of a better word, do I want to say consistency or how often you talk, right? Your love is not dependent on we talk every weekend or every month or whatever. You know, I have friends from California that if they really needed me, I would find a way probably to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important though, to know these foundational, you know, the, 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 you know, when they, when they talk about like build your house on rock and not on sand, a lot of friendships and relationships are very quick sandy. They're very sand. Some are just sand. Some are like quicksand <laughs> and some are like built on rock. They're built on that solid foundation. Um, and so you might find yourself, especially now with so much that has been stirred up in the last, you know, uh, 24, 48 months, whatever it's been, um, that people are, are doing a lot of, um, do I stay or do I go? Remember that song from the class? Should I stay or should I go now? Um, if I, if I, if I go, it could be trouble, but if I stay, it could be double. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important some guy, sometimes you guys to take a look again, professionally, who you're associating with, who you're collaborating with, who you're doing business with, look at your list, who needs to go, what needs to go. And then also looking in your personal life, do I have the bandwidth to, because again, depending on the kind of work that pe personal work, personal transformational spiritual work people are doing, some people, you're going to have a friend who's like always in it, always in their trauma, in their drama, not doing work to actually heal themselves, not reading any, whatever, the thousands of ways that you can, you can do healing work, right? Everything from therapy to uh, Course in Miracles, yoga, breath work, trauma specialist, somatic therapy, pranayama, I mean, there's a thousand ways to try and learn. And, and maybe not all things will apply to all beings, but um, sometimes you just have people who insist, insist on staying stuck in their problems, not realizing that um, I always say suffering is a good teacher until you get a better teacher. And some people are not interested <laughs> in getting a better teacher. And sometimes you just hit the thing where you're like, oh God, I just do not have the time or energy for this. You know what I mean? It's not that you don't love them. 
but you can't help people who don't want to help themselves. That's like number one rule for me as like a spiritual mentor. It's like, look, I don't want to work with people who are going to, uh, you know, fight me, like kick and fight for their limitations. It's just not that interesting to me. If you are not well, like why, like why make it hard for the both of us, you know? Um, I want people who, I want to work with people who are really looking. Uh, I'm not saying you can't be a little scared, right? Be a little nervous, like, oh God, I'm about to get out of my comfort zone. Like, what is this? You know, I need support, whatever. I'm here for that. I, I am happy to help people. But, you know, when people insist on holding on to the meaning they've assigned to their stories of why they can't and why they're stuck and what they don't realize a lot of times, I'm taking a little detour for a second. So forgive KK as she goes like, Bleh, as I go a little um, on a thing, but you know, it is not my job. What, what's the old saying? Uh, Let go or you will be dragged. <laughs> that one always makes me laugh. I love that visual. So sometimes we just got to let some people go because here's the thing. I decided I don't know how long ago it was, but, um, you know, just through like my childhood, I'm going to write about this in the book. There's a chapter in the book um, where I touch upon this concept of, you know, where did I belong, uh, which is different than fitting in, but where did I belong? And I would say, I got to do an episode about that too, but where do I belong? And I started to realize that there were with, within my family structure, my larger family structure. And there's a lot. I got a really big family because, you know, there were step parents and multiple marriages and so many step kids and like, holy Jesus, it's really big. Um, but I realized it's like I didn't know where I like, you know, belonged in that that larger scheme of things. And there were places and people or even homes, right? Or holidays, certain holidays where you would normally go visit some place or whatever. And then over time, I realized this isn't actually where I belong. Like this was a habit. Like this was just something we used to do, but it doesn't make sense anymore. And I don't even know like if these people want me here. And I always say, I don't, I don't like to go to places where I'm actually not welcome. Remember the episode that I did called leaving the table. So I did that episode, who's at your table. Then I did the episode leaving the table. And now I'm talking about like letting go when it's time for you to make a conscious choice to say, I'm going to let this holiday, this tradition, these relationships, these friendships, it's time to stop doing it because I don't like to go into arenas and places where I'm not wanted. Now, caveat, that doesn't mean, like, I often think when I say this, because it's really easy nowadays to speak in absolutes, right, in very black and white language. So I always leave a little wiggle room. You guys know I always say I reserve the right to change my mind. But I want to be clear here. I'm not talking about, there are times when, right, I remember like a couple of years ago when they were trying to pass this insane law in New Hampshire about bobcats, and they wanted to start hunting bobcats. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people? You know, I was just like, oh my God, that sounded very judgmental, but I'm sorry. Like, I really feel that way. I was like, what, why, why are we going to be killing these bobcats? They're already pretty much extinct. Like, what is it? So it's not like the people on the Senate or whatever, the little group that was, um, you know, the house where you, you go into the hearing. It's not like they're psyched that there are people in the audience who are going to speak up and say, I call bullshit. So it's not like I'm welcome. It's not like they're like psyched about that. So I don't mean like that. 
there are times when we have to show up in places where maybe they don't want us there. There might be a town hall, there might be a voting situation, there might be whatever, right? A hearing or whatever, when you got to go and do the damn thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in our personal relationships where you just get, start to get a sense of, yeah, I don't really belong here anymore. These people are not for me. Um, they don't really care about me. You know what I'm saying? If you can feel what I'm saying, just double A men hands me, send me a little note, DM me, whatever, tag me and say, oh, KK, I heard you. Send me a little email, let me know. Um, because I think that's one of the great things about the nest and why I created the community is, you know, I was a kid that felt like for many, many years, I didn't know where I belonged. And I wanted to create a safe space where people felt welcome, that when people come in, they feel the warmth, they feel the love, they feel the openness, they, they feel like, I, I, even if I don't look like anybody else here, I don't sound like anybody else. That's not it. It's like, but I am welcome here. I will be welcomed with non-judgment, right? With compassion, with kindness, with respect, because I think we all deserve that. And there are times when you can step into a space and go, oh yeah, this isn't a good fit anymore. Like square peg, round hole, right? And we can do it in a way that's really kind. You know, there's a way that we can do it that's really kind. And sometimes, unfortunately, depending on who you're dealing with, you can't always let people go in a way where everybody just walks away like smiling and we're still close friends. Like, oh yeah, I just really respect your decision. <laughs> There's a thousand ways sometimes when we have to, um, we have to, to, I say, slowly moonwalk like out of the room. You know what I mean? Um, so you guys, I guess I just wanted to share this with you. This is what was on my mind and in, in my hat today. Um, you know, if you're finding, <sighs> if you're finding that, um, it's time to maybe let some people go. And here's the other thing too. Um, when I say letting people go, there's sometimes when you're in that position, meaning the power position where you make the choice, right? You make the choice to let somebody go. But there might also be times in your life when somebody that you've been with decides that it's time for them to go. And um, one of the things that I said is I, I'm never gonna beg anybody to stay. Even right now, like uh, as a professional, right? Like, what does that even mean? Am I professional? I don't know. I, I live in sweats all, all the, I don't know, jeans and chucks and sweats. So how professional am I? But you know what I mean? But as somebody who has a business and I have a membership. And so there are times when people like are ready to leave the membership or they have to leave the membership. There's a thousand, you know, I shouldn't say a thousand, but there are, you know, several reasons why people might eventually leave a membership. And I never beg people to stay, you know, as a coach, as a mentor, sometimes I'll see something in what they've written and I'll say, Hey, have you thought about this? But really I don't try to talk people out of it. I don't try to change their mind. I don't try. I, I don't beg anybody to stay. And I can think back to when I was younger and here's what's so sad. I'm so old now. I'm at the point now where I'm like, wait, was that me? Or was that my roommate? I'm trying to think, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was there, there must've been one time, was there ever a time when I begged a guy not to leave me? Oh God, I don't know. I hope not. Um, I know I've been broken up with a lot of times, um, but I don't know if I ever actually begged somebody to stay. 
maybe once, I don't know, it's a little blurry, but I, I do know I had a roommate who definitely did one time. And I just thought watching it, I just, this is no judgment on them at all. But I remember just thinking like, I never want to do that. I never want to feel so scared and desperate that I need another human being in that way that I'm going to, you know, try to get them, you know, to stay. <sighs> so here's the thing. Sometimes we got to let people go because it's their time to go. And I know for some people, it's like your children. Um, th that's a whole other episode of, especially when you have children who are struggling with things like addiction and, you know, difficulties where there could be an imbalance of codependency and wanting to save them. And, and I always say we can't save other people from themselves. I mean, there is certain, there's a certain amount of intervening perhaps a person can do, but again, different show for a different day. Um, but this episode is more about when we choose, when we take a good ganza, take a good look around and say, is it time to let this relationship go? Is it time to let this old commitment go? Is it time to let this old thing that I used to do, this habit go? Is it time to let these people, right, go? Uh, and it's not easy work. It's sometimes not an easy decision to make. Um, and we don't talk enough about that, right? A lot of times when we talk about things ending, relationships ending, letting people go, it's always about like usually romantic, sexual, intimate marriages, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girl, whatever, what all the, the different ways that we can pay ourselves. Um, and one of the things we don't talk about a lot is the grief of friendship loss, right? Because um, that's tough too. So I'm not saying this is an easy topic or this is an easy practice, but I also think that part of living in integrity, right? Part of living in integrity with ourselves, having self-integrity is being really honest with ourselves and being really clear about when it's like, yeah, this just isn't working for me anymore. <laughs> and again, we don't have to come in swinging and making other people wrong you know, we're allowed to grow and to expand and to um, want and need different things. So you guys, I hope this was helpful for you in some way. You know, my desire is always to simply have people think, think for themselves, maybe look at something with a new perspective from a new point of view. You know, I always talk about like that kaleidoscope thing where we just turn it, we take an idea and we turn it like a notch, a tiny notch. And it's like, oh, I never thought about that before. And sometimes one of the greatest gifts we can give to each other is to let each other go, to cut that cord and to say, yeah, this, this has become unhealthy. This is no longer balanced. And especially if you have a lot of relationships where you feel like you are the one who is constantly dog paddling in the deep end of the pool to keep the damn thing afloat. You know, um, if you find that you're somebody who is always the one who's reaching out, you're always the one who's sustaining the relationship, you're always the one who checks in, you're always the one who's available, you're always the one who initiates, you know, at some point that gets fucking old, man, that like gets played out. And people are like, I don't, I don't want that anymore. I, because you start to feel like, and I can only speak from my, um, from what I've heard from other people, but also from my own personal experience. When you're somebody who relate, who, who, who does relationship, right? I'm using that singular. When you know how to relationship, when you know how to love people and show up for people and be there for people, um, 
and you know, a lot of times those are the people that are considered the quote unquote strong ones. Sometimes it gets played out after a while and you realize like, I'm the only one who actually gives a shit. I'm the one who's trying to keep this connection alive. And so I'll often say to people, give it, give it a little whirl. See what happens if you step back, if you just kind of step back and create a new distance. This isn't about punishing people or being mean. It's just kind of like observing because when that feeling comes up, if you start to feel, you know, I don't know, what's the word I could... Maybe you start to feel for, uh, I don't know. I don't want to speak for people, but here are some possibilities. You start to feel forgotten about, you start to feel a little resentful. You start to feel like you don't matter. You start to feel like it, the relationship isn't important, blah, 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 blah. All the different ways that we can start to feel separate. Right. And I'm not blah, blah, blahing to, to play that down. Um, but I think sometimes will will stay in something people will stay in something longer than they should because it's just what they've always done or i've known this person for 20 years or we've always been whatever and i remember one time that um you know i had a i had a friendship that that shifted and i always say like but unbeknownst to me like in my heart and mind um it hadn't really changed right my love was still present in there and it took somebody else to point out to me, well, you guys actually haven't been that close for a long time. I'm like, what do you mean? And then in retrospect, right, I could look back and say, oh, yeah, like I was still holding the relationship, right? I was still holding it in my hat and in my intention, um, but the other person hadn't, but they hadn't like informed me, you know, <laughs> did not, did not get the memo on that one. So you guys, that's what I got for you today. You know, relationships are one of the ways, uh, both professionally and personally, relationships are one of the ways that we get to do a lot of healing, right? Relationships are like optimal opportunities for healing. And it doesn't always mean that it ends with a little red bow and a little pink bow and everything's great and everybody's friends and together forever. Uh, no, sometimes the greatest lesson and the greatest act of love we can give is to let someone go. So you guys, I love you. Thank you for being here. If you're listening to the sound of my voice and you choose to come on, come on and like open, click the link and listen to the show. If you open my emails, if you are in the nest or you've been in the nest or you were one of my yoga students a long time ago, or you continue to um, be in my world in some way, thank you for wanting to be in relationship with me <laughs> in this way. It just makes my heart so happy. Uh, I love that. And uh, as long, you know, as long as you want to keep hearing from me, I mean, God, you know, until knock on wood, until I die or whatever, um, you know, I'm going to be uh, coming to you. I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, so just thank you. Thank you for being a part of my world, my community, uh, my life it means a lot to me. And there might come a time when that's no longer true. And I always say to you, that's why in like every fucking email you get from me, there's a little unsubscribe. It's like you can unsubscribe. In fact, the last time that I opened the doors to the nest and I'll do it every time going forward, people forget. Here's the thing. Let's just be, let's just have a moment of total. Uh, let's just go there for a second. When you're somebody who, who deals in the, in the spiritual world, in the spiritual, we're all spiritual. First of all, we are all spirits 
having this human experience, right? We are spirits that are encumbered in this expression in a body. <laughs> so we're all spiritual beings. But when you, when this is your life's work, when your dharma, right? Part of my dharma is to do this work, is to help people transform their lives, their thoughts, themselves, their lives from the inside out. And when you're somebody who does this work, especially using spiritual tools or ancient wisdom or whatever, a lot of times people forget that this is a business. I run a business, right? Yes. Do I love doing this? Do I love getting to share with people and talk about these things and, you know, uh, do the nest and run retreat, all the stuff that I do, you know, spiritual mentoring clients. Yes but it's a damn business. It's how I keep a roof over my head. It's how I pay my bills. It's how I feed my furry kids. It's how I take care. Like it's how I can go to the dentist once in a while, whatever. Right. So it's not like I can just do everything out of the goodness of my hat. Like I sell things, I make offers, I have services. And I think sometimes people forget this. So a couple of times a year, right? Two to four times a year. I'm like, Hey, the doors to the nest, my spiritual community and membership are open. And I just realized I'm just going to make it easier than ever. The, if people want, if they don't want to hear about this, they can click the link. So now, and first of all, every newsletter that you get from me at the bottom, it says unsubscribe. So you're an adult, you have autonomy, you have authority, you have agency of your own life. You can just hit that button at any time. But now at the nest, the same thing. I'm like, PS, if you don't want to hear about this and you still want to stay on the list, click here. Because there are times sometimes when they're going to be people like, no, I want to know about it because I've been thinking about doing it and whatever. So this is the thing. I just want, I want people to get this, right? Is that most people who have email lists, it's because you know we don't go and clock in and work for somebody else. We work for ourselves. I'm the boss. <laughs> I have a business. I have to pay my taxes and do all my stuff, right? So that's the thing. But you have the ability to make the choice of, oh, I don't want to hear about this or I don't want to hear from you anymore. And that's a beautiful thing. That's why I never feel weird about it. You know, I mean, I remember back in the day, and I'm going all like I'm totally coming going out there, but I'm gonna come back. I remember I used to feel like, oh God, if I email people, I'm bothering them. And I'm like, no, bullshit. If if I had a problem, let me put it this way: if I had a problem that needed solving, and I had a friend or a friend who knew a friend who had a resource who could help me, you're damn right I would want them in my email inbox. I want to know about it. I would want to know about it. And so often people are like, oh no, I'm not welcome. I don't want to bother people. I'm like, no, I don't feel that way at all anymore. That's the beauty of cleaning up your list, full circle moment. Because you know you're talking to the people who want to hear from you. Because otherwise they can unsubscribe. And then, like I said, once a year or two, whatever it is, you clean your list and you'll see, oh, I'm talking to the people that want to hear from me. And that is a powerful, powerful thing. So if you are hearing from me right now, Thank you. Again, here we are. I'm finally going to wrap up the show. Thank you for being uh, a part of the community. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. I love you. I see you. I just hope you're having a great day. Whatever. What, maybe it's night. Whatever. Whenever time you're listening to this, just thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, what did I want to say? Um, 
there are a couple of things I wanted to tell you about, but I'll wait till next week. I'll wait till next week. All right, you guys have an amazing rest of your day, your night, sweet dreams, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you go. Here's the thing, you guys, wherever we go, we are in relationship with our environment. We're in relationship with the critters and the creatures, the little furry, feathered, fishy, whoever beings that we come in contact with. Um, you know, we're in relationship to the environment, the trees, the air, the earth, the water, the mountains, they're all of it, right? The creatures, all of it, and uh, the human beings. So we're in relationship to each other, into our environment, into everything all the time. So be mindful of that. Be mindful of that. Try to move through the world in a way, right? Where it's like I always say, leave the place, the people, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Like leave the people, the place, the animals happy for you having been there, right? Leave it better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Okay, bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.